Hey folks, this is Realmente Real with Lily Lopez and my co-host Jesus Valles. That's right. Yeah. What are we doing, Jesus? Well, mostly trying to cope together. Yeah, probably the, ab- the, absolutely. <laughs> the thesis of our friendship and this project is coping. It's 2020 mm-hmm. and no one's doing well. Everybody was like, new year, new me. And we got viruses. Uh-huh. We got political desperation. Yes. And Rihanna still has no new albums. I know. It's not looking great for us. An ideal year for our queen Pisces to come out with a healing album. And she just said, nah. Like, that's... I can't even be upset with her because boundaries An and we're all learning Pisces them. An important Pisces move, though. I feel like Rihanna's living the kind of life most Pisces should be living, which is, you know what? Put the expectation out into the world, but you're obligated to nobody. I Yeah, I cannot be the source of all of your joy, honey. <laughs> okay? It's too much for one it's person. It's too much. Yeah. This is a podcast about journeys. And in this podcast, we'll learn more about my journey, more about your journey, how our journeys have merged as a Pisces sun and a Pisces rising and just two beautiful, messy human beings living in the heart of Texas. The heart of Texas. <laughs> Specifically in Austin, Texas. Specifically in my Austin, address is Texas. 500 East Texas. <laughs> <laughs> it really is, but I don't care. <laughs> but journeys are important. And processing your journey is important. And this, as our being our first first episode, episode one, we're getting to know Lily, we're getting to know Jesus. So Jesus and I, as these passive communicators, as Pisces, we're do, about to find out are, some shit about each other. Is actually what's gonna happen? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna find out some shit about each other as we sit here in a bunker, sitting across each other with mics in our faces. We are going to unpack the last what the last year, the last decade. We're facing our shit, our demons. Oh, that's a that's a lofty no. promise. No, you didn't think <laughs> we're gonna face our demons. We're gonna face our demons. We're gonna summon some spirits. Just a fun light podcast where we face our <laughs> demons. <laughs> well, um, realmente real is something I've been wanting to do for a while now, and I feel like in this this journey, this journey to actually doing it, sitting here and putting this project into motion. What was really important for me was to be in a more aligned place. So today of all days, last day of Mercury retrograde. Is it the last day today? It is. Did we have a full moon last night? No, it's It's tomorrow night. Full moon in Virgo, or maybe it's tonight. Still Pisces season, still Mercury retrograde, but all the big things are happening. Oh my God. All the big things are happening. I'm nervous. Don't be. Okay. I'm I'm so I'm so good right now. What about you? I don't know. I feel like I'm confused. Some interesting life things that like I don't want to talk about. Not because I'm like, some <laughs> things are coming up, so stay tuned for the announcement. I fucking hate when people do that shit. <laughs> Follow like, me at I the hate <laughs> for my life. Top updates. secret project that I'm working on. Stay and I'm like, tuned. you didn't do anything. You took a picture of some fucking pastels in the background. <laughs> no, but I feel like I'm in transition um in that I've been writing a lot in the past maybe like two years mm-hmm. after starting off doing theater, primarily as an actor, primarily as a way to just like not drink in the evenings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's really why I started doing theaters. I was like, you know who's really busy? People who have to do rehearsals in a city where arts are poorly funded. You're really busy because you're trying to make the most of your day. It like helped out a ton. And through being on stage, I found writing. And now that's like pointing me towards places and things that like I may want to do. 
And so I have like a lot of questions that I want to ask the universe. Yeah. And the universe is like, I'm busy. So no, (laughs) I too feel like I've been in this transition period and I feel like you've definitely seen that unfold. I pitched voice. I have been in this huge transition in my life and tower moments on tower moments have happened. Um, Yeah. For people that don't know, the tower is the card in the tarot that comes to just fucking drag you for filth. The tower is like, hi, everything's bad. We got to start over. Turns out you did a wrong turn about two and a half years ago. So you just back up your car really quick and then drive it off the cliff. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I want to get into that too, and I want to get into your artistic journey a little oh, more. Cute. Because before I knew you, I loved you. I think, oh. yeah, I knew your work, and I think the first time I really saw you performing was at a Doper Than Dope show, actually. <gasps> oh, yeah, your Rosie Perez audition solo audition monologue, yeah. and, and my background, I feel like I started to come into my artistic side and my artistic endeavors after I was done making other people proud mm. and searching for fulfillment externally. That's how I started to get into comedy and improv and acting. You were someone who I saw was doing that actively. But after I got to know you and meet you and talk to you and vibe with you. You were um, like, it's a front. It's all a front. Oh, oh, he's front too. Oh, these are all masks. (laughs) I'm actually just three small children stacked on top of each other. In a giant coat. <laughs> no, I feel like even though your journey seems like, and I see it this way because I see a lot of it in my own, and I think this is where a lot of people are finding our true selves and shedding our, like, who we thought we are based on whatever it was, nature versus nurture, how you were raised, mm. where you were, how, you know, what experiences what you, you had mm-hmm. when you had them, who you met, what life lessons you had to learn. And which ones did you ignore? Which <laughs> ones did you, really good yeah, one. which, which life lessons are you still having to learn over and over, you stubborn bitch? Yeah, because sometimes life is like, hey, I noticed that you were fucking up. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to drop by and tell you, I just have a note, I just have a couple of Quick observations note. and yeah, and you're like, la, 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 la. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I, could, I couldn't help but notice when I was passing by and you're like, shut up, spirit yeah. guides. <laughs> it's always really good whenever you get like a sign from the universe that's like, per my last email. <laughs> um, per so. my last email, I said rest. <laughs> well, I feel very similarly about you. Um, And I think what sealed it for me. So like I knew about like your work with like Latinas and I was like, oh, this is super, super fucking cool. To date, I think you're the first. I think y'all were the first uh, Latinx folks I ever saw in space. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So um, y'all for, were my Neil Armstrongs. Yes. So for context, as uh, an improviser and show producer, I co-directed and played in a show, an improv theater production called Latinats at Cold Town Theater here in Austin, Texas. And it was an improvised show set in space aboard the spaceship Edward James Olmos. <laughs> and yes. I performed that w- with an amazing cast of my 
friends and all Latinx cast. And to see you come out to that was amazing. Like some of the most prominent theater folks or Latinx theater makers in Austin came out to this show. And I and I think that started to build a bridge between the improv and comedy community and the theater community in Austin, at least for myself. I've made a lot of really great connections, including yeah. you and our friend Rudy Ramirez, who was a huge supporter of Latinats. And oh yeah, so that was so uh, that was years ago, years ago now, like when did we start that? 2016? I don't even, yeah. Time is horrible. Time is a uh -huh. horrifying uh, thing that happens. Well, <laughs> it's not real, you know? It's just not real. It's just not sustainable. But losing your bone density absolutely mm -hmm. is real. <laughs> That's where time really counts. Yes. <laughs> it's one of my teachers. <laughs> but you've been doing theater for how long now? And you're traveling with your solo show and with your poetry. Yeah, I'm going places like Carbondale, Illinois. Mm, gorgeous. Um, gorgeous Lawrence, Wisconsin. Uh, Lawrence, <laughs> Wisconsin. No, yeah, yeah. I started doing theater in 2014. So in October of 2014, I auditioned for my first play as an adult. I did theater in high school. And then when I was graduated, I was like, oh, whatever. You're not going to make any money that way. I'm going to mm -hmm. go be a teacher. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Where the real money's at. I understand nothing about economics. Um, <laughs> I'm just a potato. Uh, with a degree. With a degree. Mm -hmm. What degrees do you have? Shout you out have for more Starch. Oh, yeah. I have a BA in communication studies with a minor in English and American literature. And I have a master's in communication studies with a focus on uh, rhetoric and performance. Gorgeous. Yeah, it's cute. Did you go straight from undergrad to grad school, or I kind did, of did like a dumb? Oh, I did um, that dumb shit too. Yeah, what the but fuck I, is that? <laughs> it's so funny. Well, that's why I really do feel like we have um, somewhat similar trajectories. My undergrad is in mass com with a double major in psychology because I never know how to make up my mind, and my master's is in mass communication, and I do some marketing and I act and try to perform for money <laughs> <laughs> try to perform oh, yeah. for money <laughs> with my symbols and my i feel like the little monkeys with symbols those, <laughs> those little toys for five dollars i'll read your energy with my poor knowledge of the 5d yes <laughs> that's where i am that's why i can't quite make up my mind in the 3d because i'm trying to astral project this year you That's know? a really good way to... I, I, next time I have to call in sick for work. Uh, I'm sorry. I <laughs> yeah. tried to astral project last night. I tried to astral project and it did not work out. I have gout now, so <laughs> I can just get a couple of days off. Part of my journey this last year, because let me tell you, I turned um, 29 last spring. Oh, so it's coming out. My 30th. Right. Oh, okay. Oh, I've been ready to turn 30 since I was 28, I think. I've been done with my 20s. Get out of my fucking life. Stop. <laughs> you're not welcome in my apartment you're not, anymore. <laughs> you're not welcome here. I have come to a place where I have found such uh, peace and gratitude, which, whew, that was uh, not something I could necessarily see happening for me anytime soon this time last year. I think I was in this place of uh, immobility. Mm. I couldn't move forward because I wasn't letting go of a lot of things and I needed to let go. And if you're younger than 27, 28 years old, listen up. 
This is a warning, honey. Get out your composition notebooks. Get out your composition notebooks and get out your stones and crystals because you're going to need all the help you can get. So your Saturn return, if you're not familiar, please do some Google searching and stuff and get your natal chart read by someone you trust. <laughs> so Saturn returns to the place it was when you were born on your 29th year. And if you're not in the right place or the right path in life, Saturn will kind of kick you into action and start moving things for you and start kind of pushing you to clean house. As soon as I turned 29, I entered my Saturn return and there were a lot of fears I didn't want to confront until this last year and I had to confront a lot of them. I don't know if I've confronted all of my fears. I don't think that's what's happened here, but I definitely have had to look within, look intrinsically. And I'm going to be so real with you here because that's what this podcast is. On my 29th birthday, I shit myself. And that's kind of what set the tone, I think, for the the rest of the year. You know, me just trying to to get my digestive tract back in order. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Trying to nourish myself in a big way. That was the original plotline for how Stella got her groove back. And oh, then she they decided herself? to change in yeah, yeah, in post. They just they were like, you know what, let's just start over. I really am yeah. on that wavelength. I feel like Stella. I've been watching <laughs> this movie in since I was a kid, probably a, a need to rewatch. Soon. At what moment in shitting yourself were you like, okay? Well, you see, I didn't <laughs> surrender to the process the day I shit myself. Mm. I was just like, wow, okay, universe, make me shit myself. <laughs> but I think around that time, too, I was already just, like, looking up at the sky and the moon longingly for just too long that the universe was like, okay, fine. Why are you looking at me? Why are you looking Why are you at, me, at me, in class? <laughs> Say her name, too. <laughs> Say her name too. <laughs> Adam Ray OK, OK, guys. Oh, Go so follow, weird. please follow Adam Ray OK on TikTok. The only reason I can TikTok at all is because of this account. Yeah, a beam of light from San Antonio. A beam of light directly from San Antonio, mm-hmm. the real heart of Texas. Yeah, it's true. The real heart. Anyone who says otherwise is a fucking liar. Do you get home vibes from San Antonio? Yeah, San Antonio feels like you walked into your cousin's house mm-hmm. and like it's not your house, Mm-mm. but you're like, okay, like I can comfortably poop here. You know what I mean? Yes, like, absolutely. Where you're like, it's fine. Like these people just, we we know what this is about. I'm going to have a good time. It smells like comida everywhere. Yes. The, oh my God. Ugh. And also there's like a very specific like cologne profile mm. um, that a lot of like San Antonio boys wear. Yes. And because everywhere smells like comida, it's like this mixture mm-hmm. of like, like everybody looks handsome because everything smells so good. Ugh. And I really, really appreciate it. Everyone's got some kind of product in their hair too. Cause we're not. 100%. Yeah. yeah Self-included. Yeah, 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 like I'm, yeah, 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 I'm slicking yeah, yeah. this pony. Okay. Well, that's a perfect time. I think. To pull out my chakra wisdom cards. I love it. And I've shuffled the shit out of these. Okay, I want to pull these chakra chakra cards. cards? Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, is that shuffling? Are you shuffling? shuffling? Oh, wow. This is. Your flourish. Wow. I've never seen someone do that. You threw those up very high. (laughs) (laughs) Just tapping in. It's incredible. Wow. It's like the Bellagio Fountains, which is really, really wonderful. 
skills. Card shark. <laughs> wow. I I'm like going to pull one. Do it. You pull from wherever. Okay. So these, again, are chakra wisdom cards. Chakra wisdom. And they just have a chakra meditation and message on them. <gasps> Read it. Okay. What'd you get? I got the solar plexus. Where is Is Ooh, that my belly that's button? That's right here, That's belly. this one right here, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. It says self-worth and self-esteem. Oh, damn. It fucking dragged me. <laughs> damn, this shit just dragged my it's ass. It's trying to uplift you. Let me tell you about it. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm going to read a little bit of this, but then I'm going to tell you about the shit that happened this weekend. Okay. I honor myself by doing things that please me, not only those that please others. I'm empowered as I release the need to live up to other people's unrealistic expectations mm. of me. When I respect and approve of myself, others will naturally do the same. I teach others how to treat and respect me by how I treat mine and respect myself. Mm. Oh, it's not going to go well. I know I'm worthy of love and respect. The boundaries I create with others acknowledge my self-worth. That's a lot. That's a Pisces message Ooh. if I ever heard one. Solar plexus chakra. Yeah. Uh, so this weekend I was actually in San Antonio for the Association of writers and writing professionals like Ooh, AWP uh-huh. and I was supposed to present but the panel got canceled because like the coronavirus panic is just fucking uh, out everybody canceling uh-huh. shit left and right but of course all of the fucking like Latinx folks and like all the black folks showed up to the convention because we were like well we already spent the money and like we all got mm-hmm. bigs so this is just, <laughs> we have we're, we're ready so I went to the convention and my friend Cesar who's the editor for uh, Raspa magazine which is a queer um it's a queer publication, and, and they're they're quarterly, and they're great. And he was drunk, and he was doing that thing. You know when your friends try to boost you up, but they just yell at you? They're like, your problem is you don't believe in your stuff, and you think ah. your work is shit. And there's other people out here whose work is shit, and they're out here getting grants and opportunities because you don't believe in your stuff. Wow, bitch. And I'm like, I literally just came out here to have a drink with Chamoy. <laughs> and I'm being I yelled at. An hour and a half. I know. I drove an hour and a half so for this chamoy drink. So I yelled at by somebody who lives in Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> Don't talk to me, sir. But I was like, so I'm sitting there at the bar, Bad Bunny's playing, and I'm yes. like crying. And I'm like, I don't believe in myself. So Ugh. this card's coming for me. My friend yeah. Tessa is coming for me. Everyone's coming for me. Well, I think, you know, maybe you needed to hear that message. I think maybe I'm going to leave wish- now. So <laughs> <laughs> Try and get up. <laughs> I can't. My, my legs are asleep. <laughs> I really love that you got a solar plexus chakra one when I was going through it. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, and we'll get into this more, I'm sure, as it gets easier to talk about. (laughs) But Mm. I really did dive into a lot of chakra work to heal. Because I felt my body just really needed a purge. And for me, a lot of my pain or my stress or anxiety will manifest very physically my chakras and the chakras I've had to work on and that I've been guided to work on have helped my health get back in order I've had to purge so much toxicity my own others toxic energies from you know not just this last year I really feel like from the last decade when I was coming into 2020 I already had the clarity I needed Mm -hmm. or, you know, to a degree to get me to this next step, to this next phase in my life. The first one I started working on was maybe a year ago. I started working on my throat chakra. And let me tell you how much this has affected my health. I didn't know it was directly tied to your thyroid. And I've had so many issues with my thyroid, with my throat feeling like it's closing up. And there have been moments where I said the thing that I didn't want to say or out loud And I've felt releases in my throat and I started to heal that. 
through chakra breath work. You can find that stuff on YouTube. You can do chakra yoga practices. But chakra breath work has been really great for me. And yeah, I, I really love I love your card. I was going to say what's in your card though. Ooh. So I got the sixth chakra, the third eye chakra, which is coming back to astral projecting. I wasn't kidding about that. <laughs> you astral project through your third eye. So third eye chakra, the theme of this card is knowledge. I recognize that a great deal of knowledge and information comes to me in the form of intuition, such as clairvoyance, clairaudience, and hypersensitive feelings wait. I'm reading this right now, and I sh you saw me shuffling. I pulled this this morning. This oh, same this card. Line? That's wild. I pulled this same card this morning. That's amazing. I recognize that a great deal of knowledge and information comes to me in the form of intuition, such as clairvoyance, clairaudience, and hypersensitive feelings. I use my intellect combined with my intuition to delve into circumstances from a philosophical and spiritual viewpoint. I aim to understand the truth behind the situations that come my way as this helps me to respond with wisdom. I cultivate positive beliefs about life, myself, and others. I love that one. I really love that. Third eye chakra and the theme being knowledge. I have been in this deep mode of just self-reflection and wanting to focus more and dive into research getting these cards was part of that process of meditating and being able to absorb the messages and the research I'm reading and just like be present in the world around me which has historically been really tough for me and I think that's really tough for people in general especially as we integrate so much technology into our lives without considering how much information we receive and we, we download on a daily basis, whether we want it or not, it's there and we're not always aware enough about what information needs to be absorbed and considered and which information and which messages we personally as spiritual beings need to be focusing on. So this card is really speaking to me in that way. And then at the bottom of this deck is the first chakra, the base chakra or root chakra. So this one says, I create stability and security by adequately providing myself with the basic needs of a healthy life, such as shelter, food, water, and clothing. I use my creativity to build a strong foundation as this is an essential key to my survival and growth. The more inner and outer stability I have, the more grounded and fulfilling my life will become. And I respect myself and take care of my physical body by nurturing and nourishing it. My body tells me what it needs. That is such a, that speaks to me so big right now. This is so, so my process right now. What I'm currently going through, having just moved into my own place after not living by myself in I think five years now, um, coming back, returning to me and who I am and being as real and true with myself um, as I can be at this point in my life. And the part about this card that speaks to me the most is that self-respect and taking care of my physical body, nourishing it, providing it with basic needs. And that's something I'm working on daily but I came from a place of realizing that I was in this scarcity mindset this energy of will I be able to really sustain myself by myself and I feel like 
I, I am doing it. I am doing it. I paid my rent this month all by myself. Yes. My bills are paid. My debts are mostly paid. And that feels so huge. It just feels really positive and like I'm finally moving into that spring energy I really feel like the new year is starting for me I'm clinging on to toxic habits no. um, like I'm really really <laughs> like, embracing and walking in all of the things that damage me and you know I'm just ready for new wounds <laughs> new wo- <laughs> wounds on wounds new year new wounds <laughs> no just kidding I don't know I think I'm trying to do better here is where I think I take umbrage with like so much of how we talk about betterment and self-led betterment there are times where and i don't know if this is just me being this is just like my fucking like immigrant mom in my head that's Mm -hmm. like shut up but sometimes i'll read those reminders you know like people fucking love the instagram posts where they're like remember be gentle with yourself or be kind to yourself or like it's okay to not da 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 and i'm like if i don't answer all of these fucking emails today like mm-hmm. i'm not going to eat next month so this is great advice yes. and also like uh-huh. there are there are class issues at work here there mm-hmm. are income issues at oh, work here yes. there are insurance issues at work here so like i will be kind to myself if i stress myself out right now and then hopefully have money for like new glasses next year and i think let yeah. me do that I love I love that perspective, too, because we have to think about like, I can't just sit here and rest. I can't just, you know, every time I feel overwhelmed, just give myself a day. This I wish was the like asterisk and addendum to all of to all like self-care, crystal, tarot, daily affirmation posts Mm -hmm. is like. Also, sometimes therapy is good um, <gasps> if you have access so to necessary. it. Also, sometimes like... Do you go to a therapist regularly? No, I don't, which is the like, which is why I'm like, oh, like, you know what I should actually probably be doing is like talking to someone who <laughs> I'm somehow paying and whom I don't have like a, any kind of weird like affective obligation to. Because mm-hmm. I think sometimes one of the issues or one of the ways in which community and friendship and like family or like chosen family gets in the way is that the relationship that you have with the other person is like is the third person in the room right so it's like it's you and then the other human and this thing you all build together Mm -hmm. and i think sometimes having problems and having like grievances and complaints and things that hurt in your life sometimes feel like you're burdening the other person and so you just Mm -hmm. don't say anything Mm -hmm. and i think especially for like people of color i think therapy is like such a weird scary and in many cases necessary thing that so we're necessary. Often not encouraged to seek out. I remember when I came back from undergrad um, and I just finished and I was like in between like undergrad and grad school. So those couple of months in between May and August. And I told my mom, I was like, yeah, like I have really bad depression. Like I Summertime think, sadness is think, so for real. Yeah. For the academics especially. Well, I mean, that and that's it. I think I was like, oh, I'm, I'm about to enter this program and like it's in California and it's my first time leaving home in this way. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel good about it. And I was like, oh, like things are not going well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's scary to grow. But it's also one of those things where I think graduate school in many ways and in many programs for a long time has been organized to be painful. Right? Yes. Like it doesn't have to be, but a lot of programs and people in programs believe like, this is how I was hazed into the academy. So let me do it to someone else because this is the only way you learn. Like you'll learn. So I was fully expecting that because I remember the the day I got my like little like acceptance or whatever, 
a professor in the department also sent a thing out to cohort people and was like, hey, if you have a relationship or loved ones, just let them know right now that you're going to be unavailable for a couple of years because no. this is just what this is. And if, you, and if you're dating someone, you should really consider ending it. It was just like all of these like tips Toxic. on like, how to get through grad school, but it was all like you need to deny yourself humanity as much as possible. Yeah, I don't like that. That. No, it was not good. And so I was prepping for that because in my head at the when time, I was like, When you're a baby at the time. This is how it goes. This, yeah. th- this is what professional development looks like. <laughs> it's um, oppressive. So I was telling my mom, I was like, hey, I think I'm I'm not well. Like, I think I'm I'm really bummed out about having to leave. And I'm really, have, I'm really bummed out about, like, how sad this experience sounds. And she was like, well, don't. And I was like, what? She's don't like, do don't it. be sad. Oh, don't be sad. Yeah, that was her, that was her advice. She was like, don't be sad. And I was like. Okay. It was a but yeah. What if what if my brain is broken? And she was like, Oh, that's probably from your dad's side of the family. They're very weak people. Oh, it's of course the other yeah. parents. Well. <laughs> and I and I get it, right? Like I also get like how this woman in her like at the time late fifties mm-hmm. who's like lived horrifying lived through yes. horrifying things is like, well, just fucking you just do it. You just wake up the next day and you do it. And also, I feel like if we have the access to like and the wherewithal to be better to ourselves in those ways, maybe we should. And I think that's the decision I'm trying to walk towards as I'm heading towards like another weird transition period is like, cool, maybe now is the time to go see a therapist because you're 33. When you're ready, (laughs) go run with it. A big part of what prompted me to start going to therapy regularly was that in this last part of my 20s I was in a a long-term relationship and I felt so insecure in my relationship and in in my place in the world and I saw it starting to affect my ability to show up for people I loved and to be fully present and that's something I'm still working on but this was about three years ago and I've been going to therapy pretty regularly Mm -hmm. for about that much time and I think maybe throughout those three years I took a break or two like a month or so to regroup but otherwise have been going pretty regularly I love my therapist she's an absolute queen she had to be Latinx for me Mm -hmm. because a lot of what I came to her office with was a lot of identity complexes and feeling like I couldn't really define my own self-worth I wanted to be a therapist though since I was a kid I'm not a therapist I'm not a licensed therapist maybe one day but that was my double major in undergrad I wanted to Mm -hmm. continue and go to grad school for um counseling or licensed you know being a to be a licensed therapist and just didn't go that route I wanted to be a witch in like the woods and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's similar. I feel like that's actually like, <laughs> no, for real though, I, I was like, yeah. I remember being like seven and I was like, they seem to have it together. Like, they're the just witches in the there. woods? Yeah, they're just <laughs> out there in the woods chilling. People come to them. You get paid in like a head you or know? child. Like, yeah. that's beautiful. Well, I do feel like I'm kind of a witch. I teach improv and <laughs> <laughs> to say this i i, <laughs> I uh, get a bunch of people together in one room and make them say yes and then some and make them have fun and i think a big part of magic is like getting back in touch with your inner child that's all magic is that's yeah, all ma- magic yeah. is the fi- i want to embody the fearlessness that comes with that childlike spirit yeah 
That's the spirit I know is in me. And as a Taurus, the second, what is that? Like this, just the second one in the year. Cause really it's, it starts with Aries, ends with Pisces. So you have all the Pisces wisdom. And if we really break down the Zodiac, you can see where people are young and bright eyed. And then they start to get real fucking jaded. Haggard. <laughs> I don't think it's a mistake that Aquarius and Pisces season come after Scorpio and Capricorn season. Because I think Scorpios and Capricorns have some shit they really need to, like, look in. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Scorpio <laughs> moon and Honey, you gotta she's look just in there. In. She's always breaking glasses inside mm-hmm. the house. Throwing shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Scorpio is a ra- directly across Taurus, too. <laughs> They're versus each other. If this they, is Mortal Kombat, this is, like, yeah. that's the bracket. They're just, like, doing this the whole time. <laughs> Just a bunch of uh, shoulders moving, That'd ready to throw Why some Why has no one made a Zodiac fighting game? I would play the shit out of that. Oh, I would play the shit out of that and also trademark. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> Pisces character just sick. cries. It just Let's sobs. It. <laughs> That's yeah. the attack. It's just like open vulnerability. So funny. Avoiding yeah. responsibility. So in a Zodiac fight, who would your pick be? Uh, Scorpio. Scorpio? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a water sign. I fuck heavy with water mm-hmm. signs. The color scheme and character design is probably going to be really bomb because mm. Scorpios are fucking cool. Uh, shout out to Scorpina from the fucking Power Rangers. She looked amazing. <gasps> she looked bomb. She's really great. And also, like, I appreciate the scorpion as an animal. Yeah. Uh, like, one of my favorite poems is about a scorpion. I've been um, stung by a scorpion. There's, um, <laughs> well, How is that? Actually, it was in the middle of my sleep when I was a child. So do you... It was a baby scorpion. It mm-hmm. was still kind of clear. Yeah. You know, like, and I got bit. I felt something crawling, lifted my blanket, and I got stung, and I nothing happened to me. I just felt it all day long the next day and was really oh. freaked out. Staring like at the scorpion, because, of course, I put it in a jar instead of releasing it, and I just stared it Are they at slow? It. Apparently, they're super slow. I don't know. Someone was, in was a like, jar. they're slow. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, Scorpio, for sure. Scorpio, you? damn. Who are you gosh. picking? Who's your versus? Who's your champion? <laughs> this is so hard. Um, let's go with Virgo. I knew it. Ah! Yeah. How did you know? That's It's that good, good earth energy. I'm such an earthling. It's good. It's good <laughs> earth energy, but I also think about Virgo a lot with the Empress in the tarot. Ooh, yes. And I think it's a good... I've been getting the Empress a lot in my readings yeah. for months. My Empress. I put her my on her my year. vision board. Mm-hmm. The Empress kept popping up when I turned thirty. Yeah, um, and I'm she's excited. she's yeah she's she's a queen. She's Virgos she's everything. Queen. Shout out to Virgos. Shout out to Virgos. I love Virgos. I think it has it is so appropriate that we're recording. This first episode in Pisces season still. Oh, it's the end of the Zodiac. So it's, it's like we're mm-hmm. gonna we're about to usher in a new Yes, we're about to usher in a cute. new Zodiac year, which I think that better aligns with um both of us too. <laughs> with our delusion. With I our delusion, it. yeah. With our <laughs> with our higher selves. Yes, how I like to pull that. it. Call it you can call it delusion. I call it uh the five D. I keep saying that. The 5D is cute. I like the, the 5D. 5D. I hate mm-hmm. the 3D right now fucking sucks. Personally, my goal for this podcast is to raise the vibration of of whoever's listening, of whoever wants to get involved in this discourse. Let's let's ascend. Let's astral project. Let's, let's get on this comment. <laughs> let's Haley Bop ourselves. Yes. Um. <laughs> 
I don't have any goals in life. No, I love it. <laughs> I mostly love just it. want to lay out any golden corral. Mm. <laughs> um, no, but I was thinking about this the other day, and I was thinking about how, like, so many of my favorite podcasts to listen to really are just kind of chart people's friendships and, like, relationships. I love that. And I think what's wild about us, like, Austin, what's wild about the time we're living in, mm-hmm. what's wild about, what's wild and I think reflective of, like, the, like our zeitgeist is that, like, as, as people keep talking about isolation and containment and contagion and avoiding closeness as, like, a thing that will save you. Mm. Um, I think so much about how isolating the current moment feels. Like, Ooh. I think for a lot of people, like, isolation and being alone yes. and feeling lonely, I think, is... Um, the real virus was loneliness all along. <laughs> the real virus was a disconnect. It was. Um, you can't do it on your own, honeys. But I think... I think the cool thing about our age, despite its ailments, is that we have the ability to gift each other company. And I, I hope that that's the thing that we're hopefully putting out into the world most. Is I like, love that. Community is Do you so have an important. hour to go somewhere? <laughs> Here are some people. Hopefully you'll laugh. I love that so much. I love hosting and I love communing. And it's just not quite the norm anymore or else if we all get offline a little more we'll be uh less out of sorts and we can actually look into each other's eyes more often (laughs) but follow us on instagram but honestly follow (laughs) us on instagram (laughs) friend us come on Soon we'll have a Realmente Real Instagram you can follow. But for now, you can follow me at Combo Loca, Ode to H-E-B. I'm a Texas gal, so that's at Combo Loca. It's private. If you don't get accepted right away, just know that I'm out here living my life moment to moment. <laughs> I'm busy, okay? I'm present. You can follow me uh, on Instagram at Vijesucia, T-H-E. J-E-S-U-C-I-A at the Jesusia. So we talked a lot. (laughs) We talked a lot, period. And we'll continue to talk so much more on this podcast. Any cliffhangers that were left, like what happened after Lily shit her pants, that'll be reserved for episodes to come. Thank you so much, Jesus, for agreeing to to do this with yeah. me. Uh, there um, was cognac. There was to. cognac, honey. There Is that was how you cognac. Say it? cognac. Yeah, okay. we're just two cognac queens. Shout out to Megan the Stallion who has helped me through this transition back to my bad bitchery. So to wrap up, thank you for listening to Realmente Real. I'm so excited to do this with you and to just dive into more of our own personal pains that have turned into, that we've turned into really beautiful things. Cause I, that's, that's why I wanted to do this with you in the first place, because you have such a way of turning pain and things that are typically ugly or painful that we don't want to confront into such beautiful flowers. I think these are seeds that because of who you are, because of who we are, we can transform really and transmute some some really tough shit into into to beautiful shit you know (laughs) i make balloon animals out of my feelings yes (laughs) and we're just at the park passing them out (laughs) trying to (laughs) but all the moms keep staring yes all the moms keep telling us to stay away from their kids (laughs) 
And that's our journey. <laughs> and that's our journey, honey. And I hope you subscribe. Shouts out to Make Every Media, this podcast and some other great podcasts that are coming out of this new creative think tank. So stay tuned. And we'll catch you next time on Realmente Real. Bye. Ooh, sexy. <laughs> sexy babies. <laughs> <laughs>